Hi, and welcome to the Equip to Heal podcast. I'm Alistair Mitchell Baker, and in this, the sixth episode of the third series, we're continuing to look at how we can pursue shalom in these times of COVID. I'm really pleased that this week we're joined by Mike and Ruth Jones from Joy Skills, and they're sharing with us some really great practical skills that we can use to help us find shalom and walk with God in these difficult times. So it's great to be joined by uh, Mike and Ruth Jones again. Mike is a vicar in uh, Luton in uh, England, uh, working with his wife, who's an amazing art teacher. And together they also run something called Joy Skills. Um, now, we interviewed them, if you remember, last year as part of the podcast, but a lot has happened for all of us since then. So I thought it'd be great to get them back on. Mike and Ruth, do you just want to share a little bit about what's happened since we last spoke? Yeah, sure. It's been a really busy time. We've, we've, uh, the Lord's really been at work and we've produced some different resources and we've seen God work in different ways. Maybe, Ruth, do you want to share a bit about the Calm course and I'll do the journey? Yes. Oh, wow. So nice to be here, Alistair. Thank you. For That's good to have you. <laughs> um, yes, what an amazing year we've had. Um, yeah, I think COVID, if we all remember a year ago, happened, lockdown, everything like that. And we'd already been teaching people these joy skills, um, how to get the, the right side of our brain working and healthy to be able to be fully human, really, as God intended and have really connected relationships. And so we thought, well, OK, we, it's really hard. We, how on earth are we going to keep teaching this? And so we realized we needed to go online. And at the same time, God really um, just put on our hearts to develop an online course uh, particularly on how to calm down. And so we started adapting the things that we'd already been learning, the skills we'd already been using. And we did a lot more research and practice and practice and came up with eventually, um, through <laughs> took us most of the year, um, to film, we wrote and filmed um, an online course. Um, it has about sort of seven sections and some extra ones on anything really to do with Christian calming. So there's, um, yeah, lots of lots of information, but lots of skills really on how you can do it and how you can just get on with it and do it now. So that has been a really a big push and a big thing that, that God has really led us into. So we're very excited to have that already. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that sounds great. So so tell me a bit more about calming. So so if. I mean, particularly in the last year, many people have been living with heightened levels of anxiety and it doesn't take a lot to push you off the, I mean, I, it's happened to me, but I've noticed it's happened to most people that you come into. We, we kind of go over the edge, whether it's fear, anxiety, frustration, uh, whether it's verbally expressed to people, whether people are feeling it, whether I'm getting it in a few emails so that you can feel sizzling as they land yeah. in your inbox. Yeah. What sort of things, Ruth, I know people really do need to do the course, but what sort of things are helpful do you find? Hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I can talk to you. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> this one is um, recognising that I am anxious. Ah, right. Something kicked in, right? Yeah. I'm not really me. There's something kicking in. Often adrenaline, that kind of thing. 
So breathing techniques were one of the most significant things to just get right in there. Yeah. Um, we use it with hair as well. So that's one that I would immediately and be a lot more aware of, right? Okay, no, I'm not real me here. Let's calm down. So I'll give you an example. Uh, I was in the doctors a couple of weeks ago. Um, now I, I've learned this technique and I've learned lots of other things through the course, but because I now know how to do this and I find this calms me, um, the, the, I'm getting a blood test and the nurse starts off, you know, how are you doing? And I'm how are you doing? And then she tells me she's like really quite traumatized. She's, she was black ice on the road. So she's doing my blood, taking my blood test at, you know, right. at the same time. And she's saying, oh, you know, I'm just so anxious. And I'm, I, I had an accident three years ago on black ice and now the black ice is back and I just I'm in fear all the time she tell me all this as I'm getting the blood test well the first thing I can see is trauma anxiety let's calm down the fight flight thing so yes. I said oh I can help you so I then show her some little exercises to calm down to calm the adrenaline in our bodies and get us a little bit closer to the getting back to me so I'm teaching her that, doing these breathing methods. And then I'm talking to her about and going to a memory whenever she wasn't afraid when she goes out in the car and driving along that road. When did you feel empowered? When did you? And we're talking about this. Again, this is one of our techniques. And finally, I'm kind of saying, okay, do you know what? God can give you peace and God can help you. When you wake up in the morning, he can give you peace. Would you like some? And then on the way out, I quickly <laughs> pray for her and experience God because this is in seven minutes while she's taking the blood. Yes. So here we have, I've experienced this stuff and now I'm just going to share that with her and, and goodbye kind of thing. <laughs> so that's the kind of variety in a nutshell of, wow. of calming. <laughs> so if you notice what happened there, actually what, what there is, is, is that the lady, the nurse was helped by Reese to calm. So often if we've got someone calm around us, mm. they can help us calm. So if I slow my voice down, we can begin to calm down. And so um, if we're fortunate enough to have someone with calm and they synchronize and attune and be with us, then they can help us calm. And the second thing is, is our, the, the biblical and Christian tradition is, is very big on calm. It's like, stop, be still and know that I'm God. There's this thing of, stopping and calming and slowing down soaking prayer is yeah. a way of just calming down and then people find when they do soaking prayer and other kind of meditative forms they calm down and then god can suddenly speak because god can't speak into a frazzled brain so there's this thing of breathing mm. and then and then actually as we do that praying and bringing god into that so therefore as i calm down and I'm, i then bring god in and go okay god I'm feeling like there was a situation in my mind yesterday and I'm, I'm, I'm not highly stressed, but I can recognize, Oh, there's a bit of fear attached to that. So right. I say, okay, Lord, there's a bit of fear attached into that. Just talk to me about that. And so I spend time with God in that, just bringing that, that, that kind of little bit of anxiety and fear to God. So there's a, those three things we can do exercises ourselves. We can do, we can work with others and find calm from others and we can also do that with mm. god and it's part of our christian tradition that many of us haven't noticed and mm. we've forgotten about. 
Yeah, and and if you think about uh, the kind of rhythms of prayer that, uh, mm. well, you know, Northumbria community would practice now, but over the years, monasteries and many have, have practiced these things, are deliberate moments in the day to pause, calm yourself, aren't they? Yeah, so let me give you a story. So I'm I'm with some folks last what day is it? It's Monday. Thank good. I haven't got it. Yeah. So it's tomorrow. So we're doing, we do Compline every night at my, at our church During at the moment. Then. So right. Compline is a very gentle night, <laughs> night prayer and it's calming. And I just asked them like, what things have helped you in COVID? And two of the nine people there said, do you know, when we do Compline, which is a form of night prayer, I sleep better. And in the Compline, they calm down. So Compline is very reflective, very scripture based, very peaceful. And in that, they calm down and they and they find peace and they sleep better the nights they do Compline. So that's a fascinating thing. Of, that's a really ancient thing that, frankly, we're quite a contemporary church. So it's not natural for us to do Compline. But we're like, no, actually, Compline is really helpful. And so we're learning from these ancient worlds. I, uh, I remember doing Compline at uh, Chapel at university many years ago. Yeah. And I yeah. did. But, but it's interesting because I um, I use the examine sometimes when I go yeah. to, to bed. And if I'm honest, I don't think I ever get to the end because it really does help me to go to sleep. I know that's not the point of examine. Yeah, yeah. that's interesting. Um, but it's interesting as a process that it's calming because you're, you're reviewing the day with the Lord. And yeah. there's something about that that helps you to calm down yeah. and work out mm-hmm. where he's yeah. been with you and leading you and guiding you. So. Yeah. Yeah, and just to make you feel better, the advice is like you never reach the end of examining. They just go do it for fifteen minutes, and, and wherever you get to, where you get to, you just stop. So, yeah. Well, then I then I I wasn't feeling guilty anyway, but that's that's helpful to hear. So so calming sounds like one of those skills that would really help us in life if we got hold of. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So 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 that's great. I, one of the things. Um, I did actually having talked to Mike last year was to to go and read a book uh, that Mike recommended called the other half of the of church by Jim Wilder and and Michael Hendricks Mm -hmm. subtitled and this will blow some of your brains um, Christian community brain science and overcoming spiritual stagnation. so it's yeah. all about how we live as people with our right brain switched on as well as our left brains. And yeah. what we realize is so much of our traditions guess in the church, particularly the evangelical church, to be honest, talk to our left brains rather than activate and work with our right brains, which is often the creative bit where we feel things, where we experience things, where we understand things before we realize we understand things, I think is how yeah. I would end yeah. it. So, I, I, and I know that they've been a great inspiration to you, but um, I think you were telling me earlier that you've actually spent a bit of time with them recently, talk, asking them about how we, what some advice might be with 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 this kind of post-COVID world that we're in. Yeah, what, yeah, what... I'm, yeah. I mean, these guys—they are amazing, and that is a book worth worth um, worth reading, in the sense that um, it's not just evangelical. So, like, I'm from an Anglican church. And um, at Vickers, we're really pressed into a mold of becoming managers and functionally running the church and getting the job done. And then in the evangelical tradition, it can be often about, you know, you know, understanding stuff. Or if you're evangelistic, it's about getting that person saved. And all these things are really important. Don't get me wrong. It's, It's coming to faith is the biggest thing in my life. 
you know, I read the Bible in Greek, I love Bible teaching, all those are really important, but actually we're not driven by those things. They inform us, yes. but then other things are the things we're motivated by, by other things too. And God has designed our brain <laughs> with like emotional part and a visionary part and, and, um, and he's designed our brain to run on relationships. So I knew like this year was a, was a big year. We're talking to, we've got pastors and vicars asking us, well, how do you do this stuff? So I thought, well, these we know we're part of this movement. And Michael and Jim wrote this amazing book. So I thought, well, I'll get in touch with them and ask them this question. What is the most important thing for pastors, for vicars, for church members to be doing at this time in COVID so that we so that we are kind of living the thriving life, the life in all its abundance that Jesus calls us to? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, and it was fascinating because I had this conversation with these guys, like Jim Wiley is a clinical psychologist, really knows the Lord, really experienced. And like, I'm asking them and they, and they come up with basically three things. Right. And they're like, the first one was, um, find, calm down and find peace. And I'm like, well, praise God. We just done a course on Charming. how to calm down and find <laughs> peace. Just hearing about how it's, uh, from Ruth, how it's intensely practical yeah. and everybody, yeah everybody you bump into pretty much yeah would love to know how to do that christian exactly. or not christian <laughs> yeah exactly Brilliant. so that was the first one so that was the first one and then the, the second thing was um spend time in appreciation and right. i'm like praise the lord look because it like in december right in december my life was really tough okay and um, we we we've moved twice house twice in six months in covid because cool. we had a water leak and we had to right. leave our house um and then you know what it's like when you work for go for a landlord and you come back and, and they want all the deposit back and you have all this angst about all that negotiation. So we had to move out and move back. My dad was in and out of hospital. Um, he's in his 90s and like he was having these uncontrollable nosebleeds. It was COVID, so like people were dying around us. People right. are stressed. And I'm a vicar. It was like it just sat it sounds stressed <laughs> just hearing it, doesn't it? And I'm like, I need to do something to help myself. And I knew that appreciation and gratitude could switch on the right-hand side of your brain. Yeah. You know, what does the Bible say? Enter his gates with thanksgiving in your heart and his courts with praise. But appreciation, which is focusing on things that you are thankful for. So appreciation is a thought-based thing, right? I'm going to be thankful for this and I'm going to be appreciative of it. And then gratitude is an emotion or a state or a feeling. So I feel you can't magic up gratitude. You can choose to be appreciative of Alistair because he's done this podcast or this other person. But actually gratitude is actually just what do I legitimately feel grateful for? And all the literature is the Bible tells us appreciation and gratitude are really important. The, um, the, and the literature did so I wrote a gratitude journal and I did gratitude every day like twice a day not just gratitude one two three gratitude journals often go I'm grateful for this I'm grateful for that I'm grateful for that when we do a list that's our left brain our you know our, our yeah. left brain is the professor and makes a yeah. list and that's good that's step one but then when we begin to live in things that we're thankful for it begins to switch on our right brain and that's where we pray and connect with God. So as we did, and it just makes your body feel different. Mm. So 
I know that if I'm feeling stressed, there was one day to tell you a story to Rita, I was feeling pretty miserable, irritable and unhappy. And I'm like, you know, I need 15 minutes of calm and appreciation. So I went in and I went into something like Avon Beach, which is my favourite beach in the world. And uh, it's really just a very normal beach, but I've got really good memories there. And I spent time in appreciation of that and then brought God into that. And after 15 minutes, I was like a different person. And that was the effect of appreciation on me. And what did Jim Memory say? Jim, well, the, Jim Wilder say. Jim Wilder was like, oh, the second most important thing is appreciation. And I'm like, oh, praise the Lord. Yeah. I've done that, that journal. That was the second one. That's, uh, well, that's brilliant. So it's almost like God might have been needing you going. <laughs> it, it's certainly something that, having read the book, um, so I, I read both their book, and there's, there's also a little booklet I read um, called Passing the Peace yeah. After a Crisis, which is, which is also produced by um, um, Life Model Works, who are their kind yeah. of, kind of organisation. Yeah. But it, and, I've, and I've been thinking, you've got to put this into practice before you can share this and teach it. Because, you know, first you've got to put on the, as they say, first of all, you have to put on the, the mask before you can help anyone else. Yeah. So I've been, I've been for a few months trying to learn this stuff. And, and what I've realised is um, I, have a, I have a number of memories, but I have a particular memory that I'm grateful for that actually happened when I was on retreat in North Wales on... And, I, and I'd had this conversation with God about creativity, um, as you do, um, that started from a conversation about Revelation 19 and what it meant when all the people of the earth will take their glory into heaven. Anyway, long story short, just this conversation about creativity and saying, Lord, I'm really, really sorry that I've lived out of my left brain most of the time. I need to get more creative. And I walked onto the brow of the hill and there across the valley, I can still see it in my head, was this what I call the sky angel. It was a cloud formation that looked like a, your classic angel yeah. with a half head of a rainbow. Wow. And it was like you couldn't make it up. And yeah. I just stood there thinking the physics behind this is amazing. But, but God, you have done this at this moment for me. I doubt there's a single soul who will see this other than me and all the sheep on this Welsh hill. But so every time I just think of that memory, I think, oh my goodness, God sees me, he loves me. And I, and when I think of it, I smile and I yeah. test myself, yeah. you know, yeah. where am I emotionally? Yeah. Because yeah. if I involuntarily smiling, I know I'm going to that place. Otherwise I think, oh, something else is going on. I need yeah. to calm myself down or find, a, but it, it is incredibly powerful how it switches and changes yeah. how you how you living how you feeling absolutely yeah absolutely very much so and, and it's that thing of the thing with appreciation it, it moves from appreciation thinking to gratitude when you feel it in your body and i can tell you like i feel gratitude in my chest right. and i feel myself relax mm. and then the interesting thing is as a leader I, I can pass on non-peace or I can pass on peace. So like in this season, it's who I am is more important almost than what I do. Mm -hmm. So am I passing on anxiety, busyness, overwork, stress, mm -hmm. or am I passing on peace? 
indeed it is the prince mm. of peace so, mm. so i think that's really important and it's interesting as well how whenever we are in that appreciation memory when we're really sensing and feeling the, the beauty the good whatever it is that opens our brain to the place where we can then connect with another and many of us never even get that far in our connections but by doing this it means i'm actually opening a door more to connecting with god I'm opening a door more to connecting with other people. It switches that part of our brain on. And, and so we could have more, we're in a better place to connect and we're going to be able to connect deeper with God, deeper with others. It's many times we've not got even to that place because we're no. running in our negativity. We're running in our, you know, that's what's operating, our pain, our, our sadness, our anxiety. And we never really stop and deal with that and move out of it into a place where we're going to be more our brain is going to be more connected to relationship really interesting it is it is interesting because i mean and 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 i think lots of us have got language for it because we talk about people leaking all over people mm. um, and you certainly can tell when leaders are coming from a place of calm and peace mm. and joy even if they're mm. saying or doing the same things than when they're in a place of anxiety and stress yeah etc it's interesting yeah. in in my work of organizational development we call it the use of self so yeah. one of the most powerful and useful things you can do for clients is around your use of self your authentic presence your your peace yeah because that then creates safety for other people to be themselves to work it through so it, it and there'll be different professions or different groups that will have different words for it. But I think it's a similar concept we're getting to. Are we, are we in that place where we're, where we're our true selves? Yes. The best of me. Yeah. That's it. But I think what's really interesting is very few people have worked out how to get to your true self. Yeah. So like 20 years yeah. ago, someone basically said to me, you need to be more like Nicky Gumbel. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and actually, in some ways, they were right. Like Nicky Gumbel has this kind of say. So he's the he's Fantastic. the minister of Holy Trinity, Brompton leader of the Alpha, just a remarkable man. And like within me, I was just like, no, I, I fully get what you're saying, but actually, I can't just be like Nicky Gumbel. Uh, I'm not bright enough, posh enough, rich enough, anyway. But but the but the personality thing, I can't just magic that up. But now we're going, actually, what that one of the things that person was saying is I have to be the first things, which I no way I can. But you need that joy, that authenticity. And now I'm like, no, actually, that does come through calm, sharing joy and the rest of joy skills. So now I can say, yeah, I am now in that sense, like Nikki Gumbel. And it is these skills that have changed me from being Mike in overwhelm into mike moving into a way able to be his true self as you say yeah you know and i think those skills it people often tell us you need to be your authentic self and we're all going well that's nice someone tell me how to get there and i'm like these are the how to get there things that are so simple that um yeah because because as, as you were saying it, to some extent our emotions triggered by what's going on around us and particularly you know adrenaline etc um swamps that overwhelms us yeah. in in yeah. times of threat and stress of which 
everybody must listen to this will have had plenty of examples, particularly in the last year. So, so I'm, I'm intrigued in that. And especially anybody who's leading. Uh, and I mean, I see church ministers, vicars, pastors, huge pressure this year, expected to perform, expected yeah. to carry everybody's anxiety, expected to take funerals. You know, I don't know how many you would have done, but huge pressure. And if you people haven't got access to these things, it must be really, really tough. Um, yeah really overwhelming absolutely so and these things help build capacity as you say absolutely. they're just building capacity so yeah. it's like pouring the water in and then you're passing the water out mm. it's interesting because i as well I, I i've lived a lot of my life in overwhelm um from early trauma from just a family script that was very unhealthy quite traumatic right. and you kind of think oh well that's just me it's just me i'm just you know and, uh, and but I realized that my resilience and my capacity to build joy and to calm myself was just so low. And through doing these skills, um, I've seen a change in me and I'm not as overwhelmed. I'm able to calm myself, that capacity to calm myself down and even realize I need to. Um, I've, I've learned, it, it's just, it's just remarkable. I'm not the same person. I'm becoming more whole. I'm becoming more me. I'm, in a sense, also having more control and choice in my life. Or is yeah. it just more like a victim? Oh, it's just the way I am. Well, people and, ought to go and listen to the pod, the first podcast with the to know where both of you have come from. Because they yeah, may yeah. be listening, oh, it's all right for them. They've got it all yeah. worked out, you know, their lives yeah. together. If, they, if you go and listen, folks, to those first stories, you will go, oh, my goodness. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a PTSD guy, you know, and Reith was trauma panic. So. Yeah. 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 So you said there was a third thing, I think. That, yeah. That yeah so, so, but we're Christians, right? So yeah. you can, um, so he's calming down, um, you know, be still and know that I'm God. Enter his gates with thanksgiving in your heart. But what's the point of entering God's gates if you don't bother meeting with God? So the third thing is, is actually experiencing God with us in our difficulties. Right. And I think, you know, so, so often um, we run away. People run away from God because we feel ashamed that we feel stuff. And we run away from God, run away from church quiet times until we sort ourselves up and come back. But actually, God loves to be with us through the storm and in the storm. And often in these things is is actually it's that experiencing God with Mike. He wants to be with Mike um, even when I'm really struggling. And actually, perhaps that's when he likes to be with us alongside us in the struggle. So it's it's that experiencing God. So for me, like in, in this phase, the Lord has said to use the term examine. He's asked me to do a particular form of examine, which is um the examine goes calm thanksgiving and then kind of look at your life actually looking at my relationship with myself how am i doing and my relationship with god and three times a day i just sit down with god and go how am i doing lord show me what you wanna you show me what you want me to know mm -hmm. and i do that morning afternoon and evening and and so that's that third thing but i know you wanted to yeah so sometimes that connection with god that's what we're at. I mean, if we can know him, truly know his love, that this is what this is what the real most powerful connection mm. ever is. And I love that verse. Uh, I think one of the, is 
it's another translation of Matthew 11:30, and it's keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. And the thing is, so much gets in the way of, of the true company and the true connection. And I find that through um, particularly the life model and the things that they have been teaching and the skills that, that we have learned from them, there's one tool called a manual journaling. And it's a method of, 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 of entering, just drawing close to God, especially when you feel far away and you feel overwhelmed. So by using this method of journaling, I am entering into a journaling where I'm kind of imagining what a most loving father would say to me. And I'm writing down what I think a most loving father would say. So I see you, Ruth, and I, and I just let it see what happens. I hear you, Ruth, and I express my pain, my whatever, as he, but I'm writing it in the way he would see me as I express it. And there's something deeply, deeply healing in by doing this method of journaling. I'm really being me, but I'm getting his perspective and his words on it the whole way through. And I really feel heard. And somehow the pain, the stuff, the sadness, whatever has got in the way, just disappears. And I feel he's heard me and I feel he's with me. And he starts to speak stuff in. So I've calmed, I've, I've synchronized with him. He's synchronized with me. Um, and through this, I just, I say in my deepest, when I really do feel, have felt low, that that's then where I get breakthrough. That's how I get breakthrough. One right. of the ways. And I, I started to get his perspective on it all. And I've connected with him in, in the pain and, and, and come out the other side. So I find that that that's just such a really helpful tool in, in experiencing him in the most difficult of painful times. Um, we can still connect. We can still get there. He's, he can still break through. Yeah. <laughs> and scripture is full of those stories of God connecting to people in their darkest moment. And, and Emmanuel um, journaling, okay. I believe, based on Moses in the burning yeah. bush isn't it yeah yeah so, so it's it's based on god saying i've i've seen your yeah. cries i've heard yeah. you you know i understand we're together i would we can do something about this yeah so it's based in that kind of narrative. it doesn't leave you there he brings you out of it and that's a major you get back the joy um, which is yeah amazing. no I, I i i use it but probably not as regularly as I use mm. some of the other tools, but maybe um, it, it's certainly it's certainly really helpful. And and there are some of us who it, who because we're an external processor, writing things down really helps us in our in our in our kind of working it through, as you say, and landing that in our uh, emotions. Whereas just doing it in my head is not as effective. It's interesting. Mm. And I think it's really interesting that I'm from the charismatic tradition. I've been around this kind of that movement for th over yeah. 30 years. And, and most of that, the insight in that tradition, like, let's listen to God, let's have some prophetic, let's do this is for church, is for people, is for practical things. And, and actually, there's very little that is, is like, okay, Lord, show me where that emotion has come from. Lord, I'm feeling anger. Just, just be with me in this and show me. And it's like, when you start going, so hold on, if my life is driven by emotions and God loves me, likes being with me, 
then why don't I just ask him to help to show me some insight into what I'm going through at this moment because he wants me to love my neighbor and as you know and this is stopping me love my neighbor and as soon as you go why is not any, any why hasn't anyone ever said this to me um because they hadn't thought of it but then you start going if my emotions are on my what I'm going through stopping me love my neighbor then then actually God just wants to come and join us and be with us in that Mm. And, and we don't have to compartmentalize that little bit of our lives mm. and, and just it's just it's just a little bit wholer and happier it, it's interesting i'm smiling um because I, I, I realized in my journal i had a day where i was doing emmanuel journaling and then you turn over the page and i go thank you lord for revealing this to me and he showed me something that happened when i was six years old that i had never realized before had had an impact on me um mm. and 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 as soon as I saw it, I go, oh, and then you can you can take it to the Lord. You can deal with it. You can work it through. Um, mm. And it, it, but I think if, if I hadn't kind of calmed and connected, I may not yeah. have listened, heard what was yeah. got. As you say, you, we're yeah. on this journey where he's speaking to us all the time. If only we could calm okay. down to listen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Brilliant. I think if there's one thing to, to hear is that God likes to be with you. If anyone's listening to this, God, you know, God's aim is just to spend time with you. And that's what he, he likes. Mm. He, the aim isn't the healing. God's aim is to have a relationship with him and to walk with him. Mm. Yeah. And, and just even waking up in the morning, you know, sometimes you wake up and life is hard. And it, it's in those moments that we can then decide, OK, what track am I going along here today? Am I going to just stay in my negative emotions and struggle along and plod through or am I going to start doing some gratitude and appreciation right now okay Lord in this minute I am so grateful for and I maybe name three things or something I appreciate and honestly this switch in your brain to then going along a new track where you're going to be more connected to god you're going to be more connected to others you're not going on that negative path just those simple things can change your day mm -hmm. completely and connect yeah so i really appreciate you sharing those insights from from uh, michael and jim that they're, they're brilliant we'll um and, and we'll put some links uh in the in the blurb that goes with the podcast so people can connect with your um both your gratitude journal, your your planner that Mike's produced, we haven't had time to talk about, but also the Joy Skills courses online. That 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 would be brilliant. But just as as time is up, would you pray for folks that are listening? Um, I that would be great. Yeah. Thank you. We'd love to. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for just the way that everyone who's listening right now can receive more and more of what it means to live a life with a lightness and a freedom just because we've hung out with you and so right now heavenly father i just ask that you um come and fall on each of us who are listening on our families on our friendships and i ask that you would meet us right now with that steady, steady hand that holds us, that swoops underneath us and is our secure base, your love for us. 
I ask that you enable us to take steps forward in living in that peace and calm that you always intended for us to live from. I ask that you would lead us to find and live in that much more. And I ask too that you would give us the courage to practice these new things and to build joy by connecting more with you and with others. Will you come and, and just lead us into new capacity, into a new resilience that we can share with anyone. And I just thank you, Father, that you transform us. You've given us the way, you're showing us the keys and ultimately your connection with us and ours with yours is what you've always intended to be the source of our life and our light and our joy and our peace. So just come in your fullness in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, thank you again for joining us, Ruth and Mike. That's been brilliant. No, thank you. Thank you, you so well much, Alistair. Well, thanks again for Mike and Ruth for joining me. A fascinating conversation, and I hope you found those really helpful, practical tools that you can use to find calm, to practice gratitude to get into uh, the presence of God and through his word. Um, there are links in the bio for their resources and the book. The book this week really like to recommend is The Other Half of the Church, uh, which will again introduce you more deeply into this area. May God bless you as you pursue him this week. <laughs>